Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other co-host, Brennan McCullough, and we have returning guest and friend of the show, the Melting Pat himself, Pat Johnston. How are you guys doing? Doing all right. It's We got a nice week of autumn here, and now it's jumping back up to 80 tomorrow, so uh, yeah. I had a good, good seven days of a season. <laughs> nice. I am... Yeah. Uh, I don't have my sweatpants on. I'm freezing my ass off here in my basement. So we're at opposite ends of everything here, Brendan. Oh, yeah, completely. I think yesterday was the first time I've worn pants in 2020. No, lockdown was in March. I've worn pants to work. <laughs> I yeah, was going to say, that <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> Probably the first time I've worn pants since lockdown. I'll say that. What a start to the episode. But, Pat, how have you been? It's been a minute since we've talked to you. Yeah, thank you for getting once again to the back of your Rolodex. And, uh, <laughs> Everyone else said no. A Rolodex is, uh, well, it was a little apparatus where we kept everybody's phone number written down. We actually wrote it down with a pencil, and now you just don't know anyone's number. So It was it was a little, everyone had their own little individual business cards, and they were all just wrong on a ring. And you just spin the whole ring around until you found the one you needed. Your grandpa probably had one in the office. Yeah, no, if I lost my cell phone and needed to call somebody I know, I don't know any number. I'd be t- completely fucked. I should probably try to memorize some of those. Not not even, like, your wife's or your mom's? Or not- <laughs> uh, maybe those two specifically, yes, I could recall, but no, uh, like, a f- particular friend or a, par- uh, a distant family member, I highly doubt it. I got my parents', like, house phone number, and that's about it. And even that, they're moving, so that's going to change soon. So, fuck, I, you know, that's useless now. <laughs> they're not taking it with them? No, well, they're only moving three houses down, so they might. Like, I don't know, it's probably going to be only a few digits off. Oh, nice. Well, you'll get close, I guess, or you'll talk to, you'll make a new friend. Yeah, I'll call I'll call whoever lives there now and be like, hey, yell out your house and just tell Bob to pick up the phone down the street. <laughs> oh, shit, that <laughs> reminds me. This is actually relevant to a, a recent thing that happened to me. I got a copy of Jet Set Radio Future on Jesus vinyl. Christ. which I can't no, wait listen, to see how this ties in. It does, because, no, it's absolutely insane, Brent. Uh, I, It'll and connect that's the to thing. Kingdom Hearts, too. Well, <laughs> I, I wish. Uh, but we'll no, that soundtrack is one of my favorites. I've probably talked about it it's many times on this podcast. And as a vinyl addict and a collector, I always thought to myself, wouldn't it be great if that was available on vinyl? And it, it really wasn't. And then some bootleg record or some record company that's like an indie <laughs> record label put out a bootleg of it and man it's actually traditionally pressed two lp so you got uh four sides and oh my god it's incredible the song selections they picked i'm so happy with them and how it like flows so good i was listening to it recently it was so good and it made me think of a childhood friend of mine dave and i was like oh here when i get to this one particular track uh the song hello allison but it's like called aisle 10 uh Mm -hmm. by a band I, i forget the name of the band but regardless i i remember hearing that song and thinking of this person in particular and i was like all right i'm gonna whip out my phone take like a 20 second video of like the chorus and send it to him and i'm looking through my contacts and i'm like dave dave i only have one dave and i can't be certain if it's them so but (laughs) i ended up just sending the song without any like text rolling that dice and they got back to me and they said I think you have the wrong number. <laughs> this is Dave from work. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't know which Dave that was, but uh, if they know who I was, they probably are like, man, this song sucks. And I'm like, <laughs> but it's uh, nostalgic as hell. I always do the parentheses and put like how I know the person, like, you know, Steven from work or like, you know, uncle so-and-so or like if, if I don't recognize the name right off the bat. For sure. So yeah, sorry about that, Dave. And uh, other Dave, I'll try to get you this video that you'll appreciate. Anyway, this is a wait a minute, Doug. Don't you don't you make vinyls? Don't you make records? Yes, but they're not going to be the same fidelity. This is much better quality. Oh, Oh, so you're not as good as. Oh, I see how it is. I have no. I cut lathe cut records with with like equipment from like the 50s and 60s. So like the quality of it is like much more lo-fi than uh, like a pressed record, which is cost like thousands of dollars for the machinery of that, like tens of thousands easily. Oh, okay. That was quite a winding tale, Doug. I think my wife gave birth in the time it took you to tell <laughs> That's story. what I mean. I told you it, it would come back. It, it did come back. Uh, <laughs> it reminds me she of She really is pregnant, though. That comedy bang bang bit where... Yeah. Uh, oh, congrats. Thank oh, you. Oh, congrats. Oh, my God. I thought that was a bit. Jesus. <laughs> 
the announcement, the birth of your child. It's just a goof. It's just like it's just a running bit. Yeah, yeah like, just a bit for a free podcast. That's right. <laughs> just a nine month long bit. I did like the bit in Comedy Bang Bang where he's uh, Reggie's painting a photo or uh, pa- doing a painting, and then like in that time, this person, the per- no, the person doing the painting does have a child before their eyes. It's a really weird bit. Uh, old school Comedy <laughs> Bang Bang. Maybe season one. I forget. Anyway, let's move on. This is a wow. video game podcast. Uh, we are derailing immediately <laughs> oh, well, that's our show in general uh pat what have you been playing these days because brent and i will probably be consistent with what we've been playing so much tony hawk so wow, much tony, tony hawk. hawk hell yeah that's the thing i remember so bringing much. you up on the podcast recently and i think i misspoke uh correct me what was i saying you were doing I, you, that's, <laughs> you all right well you claimed i was going for 100 percent and uh, that's not true because some of this shit, Jesus Christ! Like <laughs> you're I, not going for ten million points on the no, warehouse. No, it's like uh, oh, warehouse. It's like twenty two million on some map or something. I'm struggling for like five hundred k. I'm like y'all can have fun with that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, Jesus Christ! But no, I I, uh, I wanted to do the officer Dick challenges, all the created skater challenges because my OCD just I had to. Somehow, mm-hmm. like, if I couldn't not do that. So I managed to, it took a while, but managed to do that one. And uh, I actually, as much as I made fun of people who wanted to play through the game with everybody, like, that was a big complaint for the whole time it's been out. Like, why can't we redo the career with everybody? I'm like, why do you want to do that? That seems terrible. But I did it this week. I just went through the whole thing. <laughs> what a terrible <laughs> idea I accomplished. Yeah, so I, I think I'm an expert now. I don't know. <laughs> on, uh, <laughs> on the maps, I'm not sure. That's amazing, I'm, dude. Sure, you play them enough, yeah. Not for combos or like getting high scores, but getting all the stuff. I'm there. <laughs> I'm the guy. You know the location <laughs> of everything. Yeah, <laughs> there you definitely. Go. Have you been streaming it a lot? Uh, no, I haven't been streaming Tony Hawk because I play with mods, and people apparently don't like that. I guess I don't know. It's just like Uh-oh. I don't care that much. Like I've, I'm yeah, not good weird. at the game, so I just play to have a little fun and. Uh, yeah, people apparently are not happy with mod people who use mods. I don't know. That it that's kind of been a discussion on the internet about various games. I've always been in the camp of if it's single player, fucking do whatever you want. If it's multiplayer, yeah, mods can be shitty because they can, you know, unbalance the game and give some people a crazy advantage and stuff. It's you know the equivalent of hacking into a game. But if it's single player and it's only affecting you, the, if, yeah, mods. They're that's great. Spirit. For yeah, sure. Thank you. <laughs> I did yeah. the Wind Waker randomizer. That was a mod, and I had a Beetle skin the whole time. I was much more. It was actually a very good Beetle skin. I was talking about it with all the different items that changed with Beetle. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Th- some mods are great, and some people who work on mods like in their free time. God bless you. I don't know how you can put all that work into just a <laughs> hobby, but um, they go on to become game developers. Like that's how a lot of game developers just start is by modding a game and you know starting off small. So yeah, mods are great. I don't know what. I don't know oh, if for sure. About. Do whatever is fun. And yeah, like you were saying, like there was the Elder Scrolls construction kit all the way back in the day that people used to like mod Morrowind and shit. I'm pretty sure that's how a lot of those people got jobs at Bethesda. Oh, yeah. Gmod fucking made so many games. So many games came out of Gmod. Like the idea or inspiration came from, you know, just fucking around in Gmod and then they became real games. So nice. Well, that's cool, Pat. Any other games you've been playing or is that. Pretty much your main uh, game lately. A bunch of Among Us as well. Uh, I'm hey. trying to figure out why people are cheating in Among Us. I don't understand what the allure is there, but uh, I'm having fun with it. Uh, they're still cheating? Yeah, this kind of ties into mods, like mods and cheating in multiplayer. No, it's shitty. Why would you do that? <laughs> uh, but it's the same with people cheating in Fall Guys. Like, there's no Wait, people cheat in Fall Guys? Wait a minute. Oh, they were doing that early on. <laughs> I feel like Why? I haven't encountered that in a long time. Wait, so are I you think serious, Pat? Pat? You not know about no, this? No, I have no idea. It oh, was bad. It was unbelievable. Was I'll like have to share uh, a, a tweet I posted of Ify Wadiway, a previous guest of ours. He was just running up a fall mountain, but as soon as the match begins, you see this other bean's shadow fly up above them, Ascent. and it's basically... Just an immediate right to the crown of one shot, and they like get they get the crown before you even make it like a tenth Half of the way, way through the map. So yeah. it was really frustrating. It's, Why would you want to like hack a fun like it's supposed to be a fun like game with buddies? Like why would you want to be a dick? I don't understand. I don't I don't get it. Me neither, dude. Two reasons I can think of. 
something like Fall Guys, where there's actual like a pseudo in-game currency with like, crowns and winning, can you can buy costume skins with? Yeah. So they'll hack into it to get as many crowns as they can to get whatever skins they want. Or they're just assholes and they want to win <laughs> yeah, everything no. they do. A little and of both. Because like Among Us, there's no currency. There's nothing. There's no skins you can get. Like there are there are like little pets and stuff you can get, but that's DLC. You have to buy that. Yeah, there's so, nothing like, there's to nothing. unlock, right? There's no, like, they don't yeah. keep track of anything. You just kind of play until you're done for the day. Yeah, so people will hack into that and cheat at that because they either just want to win or they just want to ruin the fun for everyone else. And in either scenario, they're assholes. So, right. yeah, Fall Guys was really bad with the hacking, but uh, at least from what I've seen, it, whatever they did, whatever system they implemented worked. And for sure. If not entirely uh gotten rid of it or it's at least reduced it by a ton because it was real bad for a while um among us there's still some hacking though i played a game where i was an imposter uh, i killed one person and then we immediately won the round because everyone else is dead because the other guy was a hacker and what the fuck? <laughs> put his kill cooldown to zero and just ran around killing everyone instantly i so, played a game like that too where everybody was we were having a meeting or something and the killer just murdered everyone around the table just right away i was like oh yeah. yeah. All right. Awesome. I'm gonna find a new room now. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's it's she and yeah, like we said, there's no reason to do it other than you're so hyper competitive, you can't lose a single thing in your life, or your life isn't worth living. And in that case, you need some seriously, like serious therapeutic help, or you're just an asshole ruining things for everyone because you like ruining things for people. So it's yeah. I don't know why people do it. It's it's a weird stance for like a five dollar game. Like, that's not, it's just like, why are you putting so much energy into fucking this thing up when it was either free or $5? Yeah, it's it's super cheap and it's, you know, there's no Evo, there's no skill level where you can get, like, a, a professional Among Us player deal and get, like, sponsored and shit. Like, I don't know. It, I don't understand it. It's weird. Yeah, it's worse than trolling. Like in Fall Guys, there's people that'll like grift you or grief you and they'll just uh, grab you at the edges and like push you off just as you're about to like cross the finish line or something. I hate when people do that. So yeah, there's just assholes out there and I'm sure there's people that are just, yeah, trying to get the currency when they were hacking for Fall Guys, but I'm pretty sure they punished the people that they found out to be hackers. Exactly. So hopefully that's also another reason we're encountering it much less. Yeah, at the few streams I've watched of people playing like season two of Fall Guys and you, I I haven't really seen any hacking that I can think of, but you know, even just two months ago, just it was almost unplayable because there would be at least one person hacking in every match. Yeah, I did encounter it in season one a couple times, late season one. Yeah. Well that's cool, Pat. Uh how about you, Bren? What have you been playing? I plan playing a fair bit. Uh oh shit. I, I don't know if I actually talked about it, but I finished the Wind Waker randomizer I was doing. Right. Um, so I was able to go around and get the necessary items I got. Um, I got the magical armor, which I actually never got in the first time I played through, because it's actually kind of hard to get the magical armor in that game, unless it's randomized and just buried in the ocean somewhere. So <laughs> sure. I was able to get that and um, get all the upgrades for the sword, which were required to fight Ganondorf. And... I thought with everything I had, I didn't have max hearts, but I thought like, yeah, I got all my items. Like, you know, it's a pretty simple game. I know the mechanics. I can beat Ganondorf pretty quick. He fucking kicked my ass. Like, damn, Wind, Wind Waker Ganondorf's pretty tough because you can't just mash attack and just like wail into him because he'll block every sword attack you do. So like, it was actually surprisingly challenging um, despite being a randomizer where I had all the items and just kind of blew through all, you know, the actual other bosses and stuff really easily. So I was surprised by that. But uh, yeah, Beetle model in Wind Waker, fucking loved every second of it. It's great. The Whoever made that Beetle model really put a lot of care and attention into it. Um, and then besides that, I was playing Digimon Cyber Sleuth. So I talked about that a bit last time. Yeah. Uh, I got my Egg Boy. I got Digitamamon. He's my favorite. He's just an egg with two lizard legs sticking out. And he's got like a whole pocket dimension inside of his shell. It makes no sense. I love it. Sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, he's wonderful. And in the dub, he had like a really thick Brooklyn, like New York accent of like, hey, what's going on? And it's just like, God, whatever voice director made that choice is out of their fucking mind and I respect <laughs> him for it. Um, in old, in old, like late 90s, or early 2000s anime, there's usually always one character just from New York for no reason. And they just have the thickest accent. And it's just like, 
What a choice. What a choice. Nice. Um, so I've been playing and streaming the Digimon Cyber Sleuth story. Uh, honestly, getting kind of bored of it. The combat's, yeah. oh, no. combat's fun. The char- I love all the character designs, or at least the Digimon designs, because they're just insane. But, like, I think you were tuned in for one of them, Doug, where I I was done all my missions, and then my boss at the detective agency said, like, hey, go to this music store. We got a, we got a lead for a case there. Went to the music store. Talked to the employee. Got the case. Had to go back to the detective agency. Pick up the case. Had to go back to the music store to do the case. And then, like, it's just running around the dungeon, and I'm not, I didn't even grind, really. I'm just playing the game as is. I'm not, like, you know, going through a dungeon over and over and over again to, like, level my guys up way past, which is uh, appropriate for where I am in the game. Right. So I'm just playing normally. I'm not, like, grinding really hard. And every encounter seems just so easy. Like, there's no challenge to any of the random encounters I have. And the boss fights will be a bit challenging at times, but never too hard. So like I'm playing on normal mode, but like even that, I'm like, I'm not I'm not that high above the levels. In Digimon, there's different levels of Digimon. The basic one is we'll call is a rookie, and there's champion, and there's ultimate, then there's mega. I'm fighting like rookie Digimon, and I all my team is ultimate level, like two levels above them, and it's just very easy. So I'm like, the combat's not really engaging. The story is just a lot of fucking talking to just something that could have been said in one sentence like yeah i'm mashing through the dialogue because i just don't care anymore and then i'm lost because i didn't pay attention <laughs> been <laughs> so, there like, with code vein yeah so like i was talking to doug when i was streaming it i'm not defending this fucking game i'm not defending the story this is a game to just see more digimon and to run around with more digimon and that's that's what i'm using it for that's what i'm playing it for bren's just um, saying i'm here for the egg with legs I'm here with the egg with legs. That's all I care about right now. I got like a big devil lady. I got a big crazy like Chinese dragon. I got an android following me around. And then I just got like a grass stem with lot with eyes. Like it's just wild. So I'm enjoying the Digimon stuff. I was surprised because I did hear good things about this game. I did hear good things of like uh, like positive reviews from people who weren't even big Digimon fans. And like me playing it now, I'm just like it's like Persona 5, but I don't give a shit about the story at all. So I'm just like, eh. I I don't know if I'll stream much more of it, because it seems like a real grinding game where it's good to play with a movie on the second monitor or watching something else, and you know, it's not engaging at all. So yeah. hopefully the sequel to it, Hacker's Memory, is a little better, but I'm not holding my breath. Uh, but yeah, it's just like, it's a real gr- Like, I knew it was going to be a grind. It's a real fucking grind. Hacker's so, memory. Oh man, memory. Pat men- mentioned earlier that it, uh, I would try to bring Kingdom Hearts into this. I am going to. All right, yeah, so he- Kingdom Hearts Melody yeah. of Memory. This is a game that's out now. I, did I even get that right? I don't even know the title because I don't care. Like this is the first wow. Kingdom Hearts game. Wow. I'm like completely. We did it, Pat. We broke them. I well, no, it's, I don't oh, believe yeah. you. No, it's for <laughs> I don't real. You, you want to know why I don't care about this game? It's because it's a rhythm-based game, and I don't get me wrong. I like me some rhythm-based say, games. You, you love rhythm-based games. Rhythm-based games. No, there's a couple. Here. Like what? A, <laughs> what? Audio Surf and fucking uh, Guitar Hero. What's, like that's probably the extent of my rhythm-based games. Oh, and Entwined for PS3. Twined. If I'm or was that PS4? I fucking forget. It's anyway. Beautiful. Rhythm based games are not my thing. And yeah, I watched some gameplay of this and God, it's just so cringe that it's just like, let's just throw <laughs> Sora, so Donald and Goofy into like the mix of like this rhythm based game. I'm sure there's a huge audience for it or else they wouldn't have done it. So I'm thinking Japan probably going to eat it right up. But for me, yeah. as like a Kingdom Hearts fan, no interest whatsoever. So going to pass on this. And I'm curious if they're like dipping any like, crucial story progression elements into this because they have no reason to but i have a feeling they did i can absolutely confirm to you it's full of like required information of course whatever the next game is (laughs) yeah that's how it it always is and i'll never play this one so uh, i i knew it would get to kingdom hearts at some point in this episode (laughs) the good news is by the time that you play the new one in you know 2028 or something oh god uh, you would have forgotten (laughs) what you learned in this game anyway no, yeah, you'd have to without a doubt. Day. I'd have to go to one of these uh, synopsis websites and try to relearn everything that's happened throughout all these random offshoot games. Yeah, it's. But I mean, you can't be like, I'm, I can't believe they put Sora, Donald, and Goofy into this game. It's like, I'm sorry, you can't believe they put the anime protagonist along with Donald Duck and Goofy the dog from Disney cartoons in this crazy weird anime game. 
Well, no, That's I can, Kingdom Hearts. No, it's more or less. I'm I'm shocked that they're going the rhythm route with it. It just looks so goofy. What it's I feel like what, what in one of the characters Hearts is goofy. One, they do like a mini game, or there's many various vin- mini games in like the Winnie the Pooh, Hundred Acre Wood uh, Little sections of the games, and and Little Mermaid exactly. So yeah. I feel like they're just taking that and being like, let's make a whole game out of it. And I'm just like, absolutely <laughs> not. Like I want. No- I, I mean, didn't like those parts of the first games. Rhythm games are popular and. Yeah, is it on any mobile? Like, is it on phones or Switch or anything? Because I can see this being a real maybe good Switch. mobile game. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. But, I mean, if you, you can't understand who this game is for, it's for you. It's for big Kingdom Hearts fan that bought every other game up till this point. Well, this is the one I'm not buying, folks. Wow. And it's wow. official. Yeah. Wow. He's going he's gonna to stream it this weekend. Don't <laughs> let buy him fool it. you. Yeah, he's buying it right now. He's just not telling us to save hey. face. He's already, he's already got it. Yeah. He's already halfway through. <laughs> uh. I mean, yeah, tying in with Kingdom Hearts, watching uh, Doug watching my Digimon stream, like the story is, it rivals Kingdom Hearts with its absolute bullshit, like nonsense. So, <laughs> like when he was watching, I'm like, I can't defend this game. Yep. This is my Kingdom Hearts, where I'm like, I just like the crazy designs of the Digimon. That's the only reason I'm playing it. So it's it's nonsense, and even that's barely enough for you, right? I well, like it is enough. I I am enjoying the combat because. Uh, it is just a standard turn-based combat system, uh, JRPG combat system. But there's three levels of type advantage. So there's the obvious. Fire is strong against grass. Grass is strong against water. Water is strong against fire, right? Then you got lightning is strong against wind. Wind is strong against earth. Earth is strong against lightning. And then you got the Digimon element of it, where it's there's different types of Digimon. So there's virus type is strong against data type. Data type is strong against vaccine type, and vaccine type is strong against virus type. So whenever you fight a Digimon in the game, you have to calculate like at least two types uh, of you know attacks they have or what type they are, and that can make or break the combat encounter entirely. So is it unnecessarily complicated? Yes, but does it require a little extra thought when I actually fight? Sometimes, right? But that that also is another reason why I'm just blowing through like combat encounters because you fight you know one to three digimon in a combat encounter i have 11 on my team like i have the strong type (laughs) advantage no matter what so it's i'm i'm enjoying like running around and seeing the digimon and being like oh i have to digivolve this one up and then de-digivolve that one back down and digivolve back up but like the story is not great the character designs are fucking wild like in good and bad ways um the game core gameplay loop itself isn't super compelling, so I'm just like, eh, it's a real meh of a game. And like I said, if you don't fucking love Digimon like I do, there's nothing here for you. Yeah, that makes so, perfect sense. We'll see. Uh, I was gonna say it sounds like Pokemon, except I don't know anything about Digimon, so I wouldn't care that much. Yeah, imagine Pokemon, but half of them are just either in BDSM gear, jorts, or have guns. <laughs> have a gun, exactly. Yeah, so that's just that's it. Uh, I've been playing more Rogue Legacy 2. Um, so uh, it's Castlevania Roguelike. I've talked about Platformer. Um, they've updated recently and expanded a new territory, the Far Shores. So that's a new area to explore. Ooh. And like I said, whatever that one big update they did early on, like it changed the game entirely and just made it like 10 times more playable. Um, yeah. I've gotten to the point where I've got all the upgrades. They're not maxed out, but I've unlocked all the upgrades. And I've gotten to the boss of both the starting area and the far shores, the new expansion area. So I've explored as much as I can. Now I actually have to just get enough upgrades to actually just buckle down and fight the boss. And it's hard as shit. And I mean, it was in the first one too, but like, I still have maybe gotten like the boss down to a third of its health, the first boss down to a third of its health. And that's the best I've gotten. Like, I can't beat this guy. It's brutal as hell. Because... You start with armor, which reduces the damage you take when you get hit. But once you lose that armor, it's gone for good. And they tempt you to explore more to get more upgrades, like more relics to you know give you power-ups. But the more you explore, the more likely you're going to get hit by something. And if you get hit by something, you lose your armor. And you really kind of need that armor to fight that boss. So it's, it's yeah. really that trade-off of like, do I start a run, go right to the boss, and just fight with as much armor as I can but no upgrades? Or do I risk losing the armor? and health to find those upgrades for that boss fight. And it's a real, it's a tough trade-off, but, you know, it, it makes it interesting. So Totally. Uh, yeah, like I said, e- 
at this point in early access, I'd say it's worth the money where it is. I think it's a great game and it's real fun and uh, seeing what they're going to add to it. So uh, I'll recommend that. Uh, playing Among Us, like Pat, kind of kind of hitting the wall with that because it's I, I don't know if you've experienced this, Pat, but it's getting harder and harder to find rooms. Cause this, yeah, I had that issue today. Every time I click on a room, it's like, oh, there's six out of ten people in this room. I click to join it. It's like, this room's full. Get the fuck out. It's like, what? what? And like, it happens like eight out of ten times when I'm trying to find like a lobby to just join real quick. And it's real annoying. And until they implement some sort of punishment system for people just leaving a game of like, you start the round. You're not the imposter. Five people leave immediately. It's like, well, fuck, the game's ruined then. So... Until they start like finding a way to penalize people that just leave or quit instantly or out of nowhere, um, had a lot of people that would find a dead body and then they'll call a meeting and then right when they call the meeting they quit they leave the game, so then everyone's like, well, someone's dead and we have no clue like of any context of what happened, so like that doesn't help anyone. So it's the downside of the game being so popular is so many people jumping in and so many shitty people just leaving or you know ruining the game or hacking like we talked about. So. It's unfortunate, but it's... I mean, I'm still enjoying it. Uh, the time I've had with it, and it's still fun playing with friends. So, just... Until they... Like Fall Guys, until they find a way to implement, like, the kind of the shittier players, it's getting kind of tough to play. Yeah. Uh, and the last thing I've been playing uh, recently is Don't Starve Together. Because, uh... Ooh, Together? Is that the sequel or something? It's the multiplayer version. So there's Don't Starve, okay. and then there's... Don't Starve Together, which is just multiplayer. You create a server, you can have multiple people in there, you work together and stuff. And um, yeah, a friend of mine got it, and he's like, hey, we're all starting up, do you want in? I was like, yeah, sure, I'll buy it. It's like 15 bucks, I'll buy it. And it gives you a free copy as well, so you know you can play with someone else. Um, so that's a really good uh, uh, incentive yeah, that's awesome. to play and be like, oh, you know, if you don't know anyone who has it, now you can give this to them and you guys can play together. And for anyone who doesn't know, don't starve or don't starve together is um a survival crafting game but it's all done in a very tim burton nightmare before christmas s style so very sketchy very dark uh very morbid um yeah he plays a bunch of different characters and yeah you just try to survive you you pick up a grass you pick up twigs you pick up rocks and you craft tools out of that and you know start trying to build as much as you can yeah, this game came out around like the the height of the survival games, if I'm remembering right. Yeah, this one was different because it wasn't just Ark, where it was just like you're just a or weird rust. Gr- rust, yeah, it's on the words like you're just a weird, gross, naked caveman. Look how big or small your dick is. Like I remember <laughs> Rust had that feature where they had a slider for your genitals. Um, this one actually has like a set style to it, and it's it's a gorgeous style. It's done very well, and. Um, there's a lot of different factors. There's, you know, hunger, there's temperature, uh, whether you're wet or dry, you get sick. Uh, there's a sanity meter. So you can go out hunting rabbits, but if your sanity meter falls too far, those rabbits start looking like monsters. And if you hunt them, instead of getting regular meat, you get monster meat, which makes you more insane. So it's like, well, until you solve your sanity issue, you can't really eat. So it makes you like reprioritize your stats and stuff in different ways. Damn. Um, and there's just a shitload of stuff in it. It's like, oh, if you find this pendant, you unlock this thing. If you go fight this boss, it does this thing. And there's just so much content to it. So there's a lot of different characters you can play as that are all different. It's really, really fun. Um, I always enjoyed, like, I never played it, but I was, like, looking at it and watching play, uh, Les Plays or streams of it. And I was mostly just waiting for anyone I knew to start playing it. And I would have picked it up right away. Because um, it's by Clay Studios, uh, K-L-E-I, who've done... Uh, Oxygen Not Included, um, Mark of the Ninja, um, Griftlands is their newest one, Hot Lava, which is like a first-person parkour game where you're all action figures and, you know, the ground is lava. Um, that sounds super fun. Invisible yeah. Ink, that's the one I was thinking of. Invisible Ink, it's like a tactics, XCOM, espionage, Neo, future game. Um, yeah, they, I don't think they've really made a flop. I think everything they made has been either pretty decent or fan-fucking-tastic. Like, Mark of the Ninja is one of my favorite games of all time. Damn. Um, so, yeah, Don't Starve Together is up there for a lot of people. Some people have made, like, <laughs> started their whole Let's Play streaming careers just playing this because there's so much content. Um, and, yeah, it's fun. You start together and you're just like, oh, I found this, like, mushroom. Let me eat that. Oh, I'm insane now. I guess I'll just fucking die. And then you work to, like, resurrect your f- friend and stuff. And there's... it's 
it's one of those games where it's fun by itself. It's ten times more fun with friends. So oh, for sure. It's uh, the downside is because it's just a multiplayer version. There's no single like you can play by yourself, but there's no real single player mode where there's a tutorial that teaches you everything. So it's kind of assuming you know how to play Don't Starve if you're playing Don't Starve together. So that's kind of tough because we were all new players being like, I don't know what the fuck's happening. Oh, look, there's bees. Oh, my God, those bees are assholes. <laughs> like, you know, us just trying to learn stuff and dying like within the first 10 minutes of the game. So but it's fun. It's real fun. You start, you know, start a new world, start a new server and just go at it again. And it's kind of a roguelike in that regard. of You, pl- you live, you play, you die, you learn from it, your mistakes you go again yeah nice yeah i've been having a lot of fun with that very cool yeah i've actually played something new i mentioned it last episode that i got it for free for this month uh for ps plus members i've been playing hollow knight uh, void heart edition okay man this game you i think you were saying on a previous episode like you would completely not disagree with someone giving this a 10 out of 10 i totally get it now this game is amazing i i'm having a total blast i'm only i want to say like four hours into it and when i looked it up on howlongtobeat.com it was like (laughs) 25 hours but like i think for completionists yeah for completionists it's like 50 to 60 or something so i didn't realize it was going to be this much of a time sink but i do just love the the characters uh the environment the the gameplay so far i've only really unlocked one ability and am just traveling through the world it's very fun and yeah the dialogue's really good it's very believable like you said there's so much just detail to it uh although it's a simplistic art style it's very Mm -hmm. very detailed and i just love everything about it it's the art style is deceptively simple because everyone's like, oh, I could draw this little character. And you start drawing it. It's like, oh, that, that was actually kind of tough. Like it's Yeah. But it's beautiful. And like, yeah, the more and more characters you see, like the bosses or just the NPCs where it's like, wow, look at this guy. Look at it. Look at the getup he's got. Look at this big old head. Like some of the art is just insane. And it's it. I, like, I knew it took a while because it's a Metroidvania, but it wasn't until I saw a full completed map of the game where I went, oh, fuck, it was a big game. Because you see yeah. that map, and it's very overwhelming. And it's also extraordinarily challenging. So, like, <laughs> I understand why people compare it to, like, Dark Souls and stuff. Because oh, yeah. I think the first person that I actually got a little hung up on was Hornet. She's uh, yep. another kind of ghost or whatever you want to call it, just like uh, you, but taller, and she's faster. Or what What would you consider yourself? Uh, I mean, it's not spoiler, but the character... Everyone goes like, oh, that's the Hollow Knight. The Hollow Knight's a different character. The main character okay. you play as is just called the Vessel. You'll, that's If he has a name, or if they have a name, it'd be that. Okay. Um, Hor- another Hornet's, Vessel. Yeah, Hornet's just another little bug person. Like, there's crazy, gigantic bug monsters, and then there's little bug people like you are. She's another little person. Exactly, and she's just very quick and uh, nimble, and man, I was not having a good time fighting her, but I did eventually uh, come up victorious, and yeah, I I do love this game. I'm going to be streaming it a lot, so keep your eyes and ears out on that. Uh, Hornet's actually the protagonist of Silk Song, which is the sequel game coming out soon. Oh, that's amazing. That's really cool to hear. so she's getting a spinoff. Very cool. Um, And then I have huge news as far as the podcast is concerned. Uh, We're done. Wrap it up. Well, here we go. Happy no. to be here for the last. <laughs> we all wish listeners are like, is this real? Are we? Ha- is this actually happening? Please no. Uh, remember, so on me a- and Judge Greg are excited. About <laughs> Perhaps uh, that's the thing. I remember on a recent episode, I said, oh, now it's getting too late, but I'm interested in a PlayStation 5. And it came to be launch day, and I was looking at all the different places. It's like, where can I get my hands on one? And there was only one website that was like, these are definitive times where you could try at least. And it was Walmart. And I'm like, okay, let's hope for the best. There yep. was a noon, a 3 p.m., a 6 p.m., and a 9 p.m. So I remember waiting for the noon opportunity, getting a clock up uh, for Eastern Standard Time in seconds, and then pulling up the website, having my account already previously made with like my card info and like my shipping uh, address all stored. And then I added to my cart. And even at that point, 
and I was like, this doesn't feel real. But I could also <laughs> feel the website crashing. I was like, this is so <laughs> fucked because I know everyone in the world is trying to do this right now. Yeah. And yeah, by adding it to my cart, you had like three steps. One was like, yeah, confirm your payment method, which I'm like, I don't have to type in anything. Just hit next. And like every time you do a step, it would take like a solid like 30 seconds to a minute sure. of just like a load time. And I'm like, I just I'm so worried it's going to come back to me and like your cart's empty or something. Uh, long story short, I got to like the very end process. I was like, yes, confirm order or whatever. Hit submit. And it spun for like another like two to three minutes. I'm like, no, the website is literally crashing. <laughs> this can't be happening. I want a PlayStation 5 now and I shouldn't have waited. I should have been on the pre-orders. Uh, and then it came back to me and was like, order com- confirmed. Here's your confirmation number. And just today I got the email that it shipped. So it should be here by, by uh, Thanksgiving, which is right before my birthday. I'm super excited. I almost want to take off for my birthday and just be like, I'm playing all day PlayStation 5, maybe stream that. We'll see. But uh, I'm just super hyped to be on the next gen uh, train, so to speak. And uh, I know a lot of people had a lot of trouble trying to get their hands on one that day. It was unfucking believable And yeah, the website was going down for people. In fact, I was in Kame House Party's stream later that night, and uh, Vince was talking about, like, now I really want one too. And he was like, I'm going to try for the 9 o'clock for Walmart. And it was on air as, like, uh, they're streaming, and I was, like, giving him all the tips that I had (laughs) success with. And he was like, okay, guys, it's in my cart. We're doing it. Hitting next. It's loading. It's loading. And then he was like oh no there's an error an error has occurred (laughs) i was like no it was so heartbreaking and i was like i just wanted vince to get his ps5 so yeah i just know a lot of people were having a tough time and i feel very blessed that i was even able to pull it off so i'm gonna play playstation 5 and talk about it on the show in the near future you can finally yes everyone had trouble getting ps5 and here's doug to rub it in (laughs) i have super luck i don't know God damn it. I guess I like you can interpret it that way. Uh, you can finally play Bug Snacks, Doug. You can rest yes, easy. <laughs> I, I downloaded the PlayStation app on my phone and was able to add that to my library just in the event it was delayed. Oh so I'm ready <laughs> for Bug Snacks. Yes. Um, yeah, I know people have, like, even, like, streamers and YouTubers and Let's Players, like, people who are in the you know gaming industry who would have, like, contacts at different companies couldn't get one. They were buying them like everyone else, and they're just like, yeah, I got it at Target of all places or Best exactly. Buy or, you know, random retail outlets. On that day, I saw Adam Korolik tweet out. He's like, sorry, guys, just couldn't land one. He was specifically holding out for Best Buy because he has a bunch of uh, gift cards and stuff. And then, yeah, I saw Travis McElroy tweet out. He's like, I would really like a PlayStation 5 right about now yeah. or something. I'm like, yeah, this sucks. I, I feel like it's crazy <laughs> that you would think people uh, in their position would probably somehow have like a – a leg Contact. up on us, com- on us, uh, Rego people. Rego people. Yeah, everyone, everyone's call- pulling in that clout that any of them that might have and calling in all the favors they can just to get the PS5 as soon as possible. And yeah, okay. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. of course, we have all the scalpers. I think that's the reason we yeah. have that website cra- crashing so much is people buying like five of them and then selling them for double, Jacked triple the price. It's unreal, yeah. It, I mean, we've talked about that plenty of times before, just anything like tickets or to an event or anything, but anything new, yeah. There's people who have bots that will just buy the second the website can, refresh it, buy as many as they can, and then check out, and yeah. It's people just can't compete with that. shitty and shady. It's it's actually really funny because I just saw a Facebook story. One of my high school friends is super into illegal shit. And, like, he'll just put on <laughs> his Facebook Christ, story, dude. like, just <laughs> mountains of weed that he's selling. Like, all sorts of just, like, drugs. And then just today he posted a story of him. He had, like, seven or eight PlayStation 5s. So I'm like, oh, my Jesus God. What, where Christ. did those come from? I'm so confused. Oh, my I, God. With a guy like that, I don't want to know where they came yeah, from. They yeah, fell exactly. off a truck. Yep, uh, but he yeah. knows a guy who knows a guy, right? Yeah. Exactly. Jeez. So that's why you couldn't and get a PlayStation Five. That's how Doug 5. got his PS Five. Everybody, <laughs> that's, that's that guy, yep. his friend from high school. You motherfucker! Can't give yeah. any names out. Uh, but okay, that's the thing. Speak- <laughs> I thought you were gonna PlayStation Five. PS Five going to his house, steal it back. Demon Souls, uh, that remake. I played the original one on PS3. Oh, yeah. It was one of my favorites. It uh, yeah, I was before the Dark Souls franchise existed. It was the First predecessor. One. And arguably harder than Dark Souls. It's I'd so never beat it. challenging. Uh, 
apparently there was a Polygon article titled, The New Demon Souls is the Old Demon Souls, but shinier. And I'm actually very happy to hear that. I know a lot of times with remakes, they try to just, like, add things or change it up a bit. I basically want to just go back to that exact old game I'm playing, but, like, in the 4K upgraded shiny version. So I'm pretty stoked about that. But one thing, if I'm not mistaken, I heard they changed, like, the character customizer that it's a lot more realistic and you can't make uh, (laughs) abominations anymore. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, eh, oh well. Because with Dark Souls specifically, more often than not, would always have armor of some kind on, unless, you know, you're doing the punished run where you're doing no gear, just a stick or whatever. Um, The Souls games are known for people inventing their own challenges. Um, But most of the time, you would make a character creation, make this horrific abomination and affront to God in every means possible. Yep. And then you would immediately get, like, your starting armor and have a helmet on. And you would never see the character's face. And then there's a cutscene at like the end of the game where the character, like in the cinematic, takes off the helmet and looks <laughs> into the eyes of like your god or whatever. And it's just like, oh god, I forgot how ugly this son of a bitch is. Like, oh god, you forget entirely until you get like new weapon, new armor that shows his face. And you're just like, oh, oh no. But yeah, yeah. they nerfed it in the remake. They did, so I'm a little bummed about that, but it's not that big a deal. But I guess they won't be able to do a monster factory on it now. No, I think people were a little, I don't know how upset they really were, but it was it was being touted as a, remas- a remake instead of just a remaster. Yeah. Where it sounded like they were remaking the entire game from the ground up instead of just upping the graphics. And it seems like they just upped the graphics with a few uh, quality of life tweaks. Like, I think the inventory is uh, re- reorganized and, like, re-slotted like the later Dark Souls games. That's um, good. Which is good, yeah, but it's nothing... Otherwise, I saw, like, in that article, people were saying, uh, the art, our, uh, author was saying that, like, everything's in the exact same spot. If you remember where the uh, Black Knights are, you can run there, stab them in the back real quick. Like, they interact the same way they did before. Like, so someone like you, Doug, who's beaten Demon Souls, like, it might all just, uh, you know, muscle memory come back to you and be like, oh, this is actually super easy i thought this would be harder just because that's what i'm hoping it's all the for, same but i highly doubt it Brent. Yeah. i have a feeling i'm gonna struggle with this one uh but we'll see and that's another thing like these new the the new generation of or of controllers i guess specifically on playstation has like this like adaptive triggers and stuff like the triggers specifically are like have these haptics or whatever i was reading an article and i could barely understand what they're talking about (laughs) but if i'm if i'm not mistaken if developers have the playstation 5 console in mind they can like put in the code to be like oh well if you hold the trigger at this like halfway part like when you're like trying to grab something that happens to be metal versus wood it'll handled differently people literally say like you can like feel the game better and i i'm curious to get my hands on it and experience that for myself and maybe i can articulate it better just good luck with the phalanx that's like i just remember that was like the first boss oh that's that was the first a, one. Oh yeah no nightmare. i'm already ready for that but yeah no that oh god i i'm really excited to get back to the nexus i love demon souls god damn <laughs> I remember the starting area of the Nexus is like the lobby for anyone who hasn't played and showing it to a buddy of mine. And he's like, oh, who's this other like blue knight guy? I was like, oh, he'll help you out every time now and then. He's like, okay, I'm going to kill him. And then like tried to attack the like friendly NPC. Yep. Killed him immediately because he was so low level. It makes sense. The funny part was that blue knight kept chasing him every time he respawned. So he would respawn in the Nexus and then immediately be hunted down by the, you know, fucking oh, Arnold, sure. Arnold Schwarzenegger and the Predator again. God he's like, damn it. He's like, you won't leave me alone. I'm like, yeah, you stabbed him in the face. I'd chase after you too. Like, that's what you get, motherfucker. Yeah, don't be a dick. <laughs> this is Dark Souls. They're going to hurt you. Yeah, that's the best thing about those games. You could kill someone by accident. It's like, well, that was that, a really big decision. <laughs> that changed the game entirely. And it's like, all right, here we go. So, yeah, oh, man. it's punishing in multitudes. But and that's the thing I I think that'll be the the only PlayStation Five game I'll buy for a while because yeah games are now seventy dollars I'm like oh god with the new generation comes uh more expensive stuff yeah I will one day have to get a second controller that'll be seventy dollars but these controllers are so like elaborate I saw an article where like if you overturn the controller and look at the pattern on it it's all a bunch of triangles squares circles and X's like uh, I yeah, feel like yeah. they didn't need to go to that ex- <laughs> extreme. Uh, Exactly, but I they did, and I feel like it makes it that much more premium, so to speak. Yeah, I mean that's why they charge you seventy dollars. Exactly, right. the little uh, pattern. <laughs> the little that's what the extra ten dollars is. But because <laughs> it looks cool, <laughs> we talked about this before. The games, like yeah, you could buy like 
you can easily buy Demon Souls and get endless hours of entertainment out of it, especially if you're doing different runs and stuff. So it's like, does it suck paying $70 for a game? Yeah, but if you're also playing it for 70 hours minimum, that's worth a dollar, it. that's a dollar, you know, an hour. So easily, yeah, that's easily worth. I talking to a coworker of mine, he's real into audio stuff like mixing and editing and this and that, and producing and like all the audio gears, a real audio file. And he's talking about his hobby where he's like, Oh, yeah, I bought this new equipment. Um, I'm not going to say the price because it's embarrassing, but the benefit is I could sell my old one and make a thousand dollars back after I sell it. I was like, A thousand dollars on like one piece of equipment. He's like, Oh, yeah, that's, that's nothing. Like, I was just like, god and like that put into perspective video games i'm like yeah i guess video games are pretty cheap in the long run yeah that's all depending yeah with drums and stuff and musical equipment oh it it gets pricey quick um let's see here though yeah with the playstation 5 i it's backwards compatible with playstation 4 discs and i have a huge mountain of like physical discs so i'll be able to do that and if i'm not mistaken any like digital games in my library i should be able to download on my ps5 will confirm when i get my hands on it but oh my god i'm just so excited for the next gen and to get my hands on this freaking playstation 5 god damn it get here soon <laughs> well with we've seen <laughs> with uh the scott pilgrim game and like uh the pt games uh if you download a digital game maybe don't install that one maybe maybe get another hard drive transfer all that to a you know away from the ps5 and i just keep that just in case because right sometimes those digital games aren't available anymore and they never will be like i saw an article i saw an article saying like pt won't be on the ps5 it's like well yeah no shit it's not available (laughs) on the ps4 anymore why would it be exactly but another issue there is and i'm sure a lot of people are complaining about it is that the playstation 5 only comes with i think like oh gosh i don't know the exact number but yeah it's like 800 and some uh gigabytes it's not even like a full terabyte because some of that's dedicated to like updates and other things uh, like the operating system i don't fucking know regardless you only have like that small amount and with in today's day and age with games i'm guessing that's probably somewhere between 10 to 15 games that you can store on it and at this point point it's so early in the uh the next generation that they don't have an update available that will allow you to just plug in any old hard drive to extend the storage capacity to it so like with the playstation 4 i have like uh an external hard drive that i have plugged into it at all times but for for right now i've been reading articles about it you won't be able to do that with the playstation 5 until further notice they do intend on having an update but i think it's going to also require like a specific type of external hard drive so we'll see what's going on there probably Uh, i'm not surprised by that all launch consoles have you know a very small hard drive space for storage so almost every the you know switch the wii the playstation 3 4 5 like everyone was like oh yeah get something you can actually fit all your games on yeah, for sure. So I'm going to just stick to Demon Souls and Bug Snacks for the beginning, at least, <laughs> until uh, we see what's going on. The iconic duo, Demon Souls and oh Bug Snacks. Oh my gosh. Yes. Do you need to have like 15 games on your console at a time? You know, like maybe I'm, uh, I don't know, I kind of keep to what I'm playing and don't really try to have too many more i don't know is that a thing lunatic like like me yes it's all about collecting (laughs) and like that's the thing i have a big physical collection i have a big digital collection and the reason the digital collection is so large is because i've been a playstation plus member for so long so every month i'm getting two games minimum for free so like two times 12 uh, in a year i'm getting 24 games uh for free plus the other ones that i'm just getting in the store like for like i don't know maybe a need for speed game here because it was only five dollars so my digital libraries enormous but how many of them are actually installed on my playstation is another story so that that's the thing i feel like now that i have this external hard drive i just installed just about everything because i think that that external hard drive is probably somewhere between two to three terabytes so i could just have a fuck ton of games installed on my ps4 at once i mean i say this as i'm getting a bunch of games free from the epic game store and just have them installed and i haven't even started yet yeah, right so yep. i mean i'm not same concept not a, you know above it I'm just, <laughs> it's just like wow it just seems like a lot to have on to have to delete games from your hard drive like how many do you have to have at the ready at once but you know what <laughs> to each their own yeah. yeah my my nintendo switch is overflowing and i need to delete some games and or get some kind of sd card to expand the storage there yeah, and it's also the difference of having it currently installed and just having the data on your machine. Like, at a certain point, even just the data, not even having the game installed, it will pile up and, like, uh, fill up a hard drive. Um, For sure. But I was the same way with my computer. I had a, I, When I got a new computer, I had a bunch of external hard drives, and I'm like, all right, I'm getting ready so I can have all my games. 
but by that point, by the time I got a new one, I was already in the habit of like, I beat the game, uninstall it from Steam because I filled up my hard drive super quick. Uh, and yeah, now the only games I have installed are the ones I'm currently playing, which is, you know, roughly three or four maybe at a time. So like, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm with Pat where I'm, or I, I used to be Doug where I'm like, I want to have all my games at the ready at any given time. And then I was like, all right, I'm just out of space. Uh, uninstall anything I'm not actively playing. And if I want to play it, I just reinstall it. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You got to make room for untitled goose game, man. You got to be ready to, it takes up a lot of space. Fucked it up as a goose. Yeah. Which now has a costume in Fall Guys. Oh, yeah, I did see that. That's, <laughs> That's so amazing. cool. Yeah. Yes. Now you can be a goose. Very that cool. super fun, by the way. I don't know. If, I think you guys have talked about it. Yeah, I've oh, played yeah. it. I started playing it a couple weeks ago. It's it's yep. super fun. It's short. It's not like that long of me, but it's it, every second of it's very entertaining and fun. And th- those farmers just don't want you in their garden. But goddamn, I'm, I'm taking that statue of a rabbit. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um and yeah, one last thing about the PlayStation 5 is it's apparently fucking enormous. Like it's, it's a big much lad. bigger than a PS4. Uh I remember my one friend described it as chunky and I think he's <laughs> absolutely right. Yeah. I'm excited to see this thing, but oh man, my wife is not excited about it. She's like that is ugly and I don't know where we're going to put it in our house. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, we'll find out. Where do you put the modem? Just put it right next to that. It, it already looks like one. Yeah, but times two. All right, but yeah, that's probably going to do it for this episode. Is there anything going on in the news we want to talk about before wrapping uh, this one up? Let's see. I don't think any of us are playing it. I know the One Track Gamers have played it uh, a fair amount, but the Marvel's Avengers game that uh, got real lackluster <laughs> impressions at E3 and kind of looked real off. Uh, we talked about it a bit before it came out. Um, game's yeah. out now. The game's been out for a while. Uh, it's been about two months since it launched, and it's lost about 96% of its player base. 96 so like apparently it's kind of like an avengers like mmo sort of where there's like online and skills and you have to purchase stuff with it i don't know if it's in-game currency or if it's like pay to win like transaction microtransactions or what i don't know really much about this game because honestly it looked kind of gross to me i didn't want to play it um but i know it's supposed to be like weekly updates with like new rosters or new abilities and it was supposed to be like an mmo where it keeps bringing you back almost to it it was supposed to be like a constantly updating online game and yeah, ninety six percent of the player base has already dropped off of it. So it's like, ooh, that's that game's dead. Like there might be four percent of the people still playing it, but I can't imagine the studio or is still updating stuff after that drop off. That's that's a big drop off. Yeah, no, that's unheard of. Wow, that that's sad. <laughs> that's yeah, but I mean. That was also a game where they showed the trailer at E3 and everyone said, ooh, this is ugly. You should maybe touch up the graphics. And the developer said, fuck you. We're not doing anything. And it's like, <laughs> I can respect that stance of the, we're doing it how we want. But that was undeniably an ugly game. Like, it does not look good, especially right. compared to the back before we had Avengers movies. We didn't know what Captain America looked like. It could look like whatever. But now that we actually have, you know, we're comparing them to Chris Evans. Be like, yeah, this is not a pretty game. So... yikes uh what else is happening uh garfield eats is unfortunately shutting down i think we talked about this before the toronto garfield themed pizza restaurant i was gonna say you talk about it like everyone knows of this place. everyone knows about garfield knowledge garfield eats yeah it's a garfield themed restaurant you can get a pizza in the shape of garfield and lasagna delivered right to your door it looks like their tagline is love me feed me don't leave me and yet they're shutting down that's so sad I mean, you find COVID. I'm not. I'm not surprised this is shutting down. Period. I'm super not surprised this is shutting down in a pandemic. So yeah, <laughs> this wasn't surprised. But, but it was it's also, Garfield. It's I everyone mean, loves Garfield. <laughs> I think. I think the internet has adopted Garfield into memes, and everyone is more endeared to Garfield than the comic through just the sheer like horrific nature Garfield is mutated into because of the internet. So, well, have you seen Garfield minus Garfield, the comics? That's they, always fun. That's They take him out. It's so good. That's an existential tri- uh, trip. There's like Garfield drawn bike. There's so many memes. Like uh, there's a whole subreddit that started called I'm Sorry, John, where it's Garfield turning into a uh, John Carpenter-esque monstrosity that like kills John <laughs> or just, and it gets so fucking wild. Like Gar- Garfield has been adopted by the internet the same way Sonic has. And, like, now it's Garfield's hitting that level of Sonic popularity. And it's, like, on the internet, he is a god that cannot be taken down. 
I do want to get around to playing Garfield card at one of these days. It's uh, not good. It's not good. I believe it's probably <laughs> not. But also, rumor has it that Heathcliff Eats is uh, replacing it, so that would be interesting. <laughs> it's just a lot Ooh. of ham. A lot of ham. There it is. Uh, what else? Uh, I don't know how much we actually want to get into it, but Twitch and the whole DMCA stuff has been exploding and also mutating out of control into its own way. Yes. Um, I don't know if it's worth really getting into it because we're no, all so maybe small, we'll save that but... for another episode because it could be a, a longer discussion. But uh, all we have to say is Twitch has shit the bed. <laughs> Twitch has really shit the bed, and I'll say people are like, "Well, what do we do about games like Tony Hawk, which has licensed music in it, playing all the time?" And oh, their response is so their, funny. Their response is, "Turn off the music. Turn off the game audio." <laughs> Be like, "Oh, fuck it. Why didn't I think of that? What a genius exactly. move, Twitch." You fucking idiot that's what i've been doing for the past month because i'm fear in fear of uh getting banned by you guys yeah so people are now muting in-game audio and just playing any license free music they can and the the biggest problem is um people people have gone back and deleted a bunch of vods and streams just to get rid of it so they don't actually get flagged by the automated system with twitch right the, the biggest problem is even if they're deleted they're still on twitch's side of the servers and the automated program will still go through deleted vods and, str- and clips and still flag people for oh, that so there's literally that. literally nothing people can, like streamers can do because even if they delete them which is the most they can do they can still get flagged for it and people have gotten flagged for it so like Damn. that's that's why this is such a fucking mess in so many regards but like the fact that even if you do delete vods and streams and clips which is a big thing to do for streamers like i know we lost some clips of other streams i've clipped um you still get in trouble and there's nothing twitch will do to help you so it's just like well fuck me why bother but twitch is the biggest streaming platform right now and so exactly i saw a poll on twitter it's like well since all this sucks are you guys considering leaving twitch are you staying at twitch are you trying some other facebook gaming youtube gaming so like i want to say like 60 to 70 percent were like i'm sticking with twitch it's like yeah because it is the the biggest exactly i I, I I wouldn't say the best i'll say it's the (sighs) biggest that's fair i'm not sure it's easy for everybody to do when they're already there and they already have the following yeah it's exactly it's it's easier to stay there and try to like stay out of trouble and have to go somewhere else and start start all over. Pull a ninja, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, You can't go to Mixer. That shut down within a few years. So it's like, what? What options do they have? YouTube's big, but you know, people. Facebook gaming, Bren. Everyone loves (laughs) Facebook. Facebook, YouTube is is more like trigger happy on taking stuff down than anybody else. Oh, sure. Tricky because they bought. uh, We're getting into it now. Uh, But I'll say most. Yeah, fuck it. Most (laughs) let's players. Most plus players left youtube and went to twitch because youtube yeah. was demonetizing fucking everything so it's like they changed the rules where it's like oh it, you get paid off the number of views you get now it's you get paid on how long the views you get so anything under 10 minutes you don't even get paid for so that's why everyone was doing 10 minute minimum videos and stuff so like and now any youtuber i still see who primarily does youtube stuff they're all taking brand deals and i don't fucking blame them like you gotta pay the bills so it makes sense you would take sponsorships and shit but like everyone left youtube to twitch because it was a better option and now right. twitch is shit in the bed it's like do we go back to youtube or do we find something new go to vimeo does vimeo become a streaming service now and you know who knows so yeah it's it's a real fucking mess doug i think we've got to write our own music to have during our streams uh, that's, that's the thing a, that's i the do solution. try to play a little guitar every now and then and so far all i'm playing is uh originals because i don't even want to test the waters don't of like, risk oh, it. i play a fucking riff and they're gonna be like that's dmc I, I don't know how true it is but there's a rumor that people were getting flagged by a copyright of a song that starts with a police siren and then like goes into the song like it's it starts with the police siren and yeah. people are saying that some like people who are playing Grand Theft Auto were getting flagged by the police siren because <laughs> the automated system doesn't know the difference between a song and just that sound. I don't know how true that one is. That one's just a rumor. I don't. I, I want to doubt it though because I know I there's it. a it's K-pop song so. my wife would listen to, and one time I was drunk and she was driving me home, and I was like, "What the hell? The cops are after us!" And it was just <laughs> part of a song, and I was like, "Oh Jesus!" Oh yeah, I remember being at like an underage party in high school, and like a song starts with a police siren. I was like, "Fuck!" And I was like, "Oh no, it's a song." I was like, "Can we exactly. change the music and not have that song on loop?" God damn. Yeah, it's a, take that one out of the playlist. Yeah, just please. It's giving me a hard time. But yeah, it's an automated system. And like YouTube does have people review stuff. It's not great. It's not great by any means. But there is people reviewing stuff. Twitch is this hit so hard and fast that Twitch just automated everything and isn't even second guessing any of it. They're just like, whatever gets flagged gets flagged and you're fucked. Like, deal with it. And it's just like, well, all right. Like, that's not good. 
But they sent an email yesterday saying they're going to do better. G- great. All right. I trust that. So, <laughs> yeah. There we go. That's all gonna, That's all we needed to hear. Thanks, Bezos. We're going to do better. We're going to give you more information. I'm like, I don't believe a word of this. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's fucking nonsense. So. But I did see there's a there's a little extension that has royalty-free music, and I just discovered that. But. This morning, Twitch made one uh, for uh, Twitch Sings, which was getting, which is what got flagged by a lot of this shit yes. because they didn't get the rights for it. And then Twitch was like, "All right, don't worry about Twitch Sings. We got another offer of like this program you can use for music. One of the songs in that had copyrighted like material in it, and then that got shut down too. So I don't trust yep. Twitch to do their research because they've already clearly fucked up twice. So yeah. all right, Doug. So we're back to writing our own stuff. Let's yeah, get for on this sure. Yeah. No, that we that's basically anybody listening. If you're a Twitch streamer, uh, don't play music unless you own it. So kind of <laughs> yeah. reach out to me. I'll write a little guitar riff for you. It'd be great. Even, there you go. Even royalty free stuff. There are people like buying the rights to royalty free uh, royalty free stuff now, and then retroactively going back and flagging stuff that was once royalty free and now isn't. So That's like, what I'm worried about because there's so many times I'm just like uh, I'll see on YouTube. It's like yes, yeah, so you can use this for whatever you want. I'm using it, and then I'm just worried I'm going to get flagged. Two, and be two like, years oh, later, shit. someone bought that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, so it's, it's risky, business. real messy. Yeah. Well, we did get into it. Good. All right. Bit. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. Let's wrap <laughs> this up and do some plugs. Uh, Pat, you have a podcast. Let's hear about it and where we can find you on the internet. I do have a podcast. Thank you. It is called The Melting Pat. I talk about all kinds of dumb shit. I play some music that I hope is I'm okay to play. Um, (laughs) We'll see. Nobody's gotten to me yet, and it's been a few years, so we shall see. So I am, well, now uh, more than halfway through, 30 episodes in 30 days, which is, uh, it's insane. (laughs) Yeah, that's wild, dude. A podcast a day? yeah, I'm I'm part of a I'm part of the Next Level Network, and my our fearless leader, his name's Ben Beck, floated the idea to us like, "Hey, November is National Podcast Post Month, so if you guys really? want to do it, do an episode a day." I didn't know it either. This is the first I'm hearing of every it. day is National and, Whatever Day. Yeah, whatever. Um, so I decided, fuck it. I'll, I recorded uh, you know a bunch of my episodes uh, over three days in October, so they're all like <laughs> ten minutes long. And yeah, I'm putting one up every day and it's uh it's been really fun to get it all out there and people seem to be enjoying it, maybe. <laughs> uh, and today's episode will be uh I'll tell a story of how I got in trouble for saying stuff on the air. So awesome. Yeah, definitely go yeah, give that a listen. A couple of good stories for uh for today's episode, which should be in the feed. They're all regular episodes. You don't have to down go to a new feed Patreon or anything. Patreon exclusive. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, God, no. Oh man, I would feel so bad taking anybody's money for, for this, this stuff. Shit. Yeah, man. But yes, the meltingpat.com is where you can find all of my stuff, and that's where all my social stuff—Twitch, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter—all that. Nice. It's all the melting pat. And uh, I do host a show with my lovely wife called the Short Live Show Show about TV shows that lasted uh, one to three seasons. We're on a bit of a hiatus because it's my fault. I never sit down and go, <laughs> "We need to do this," but it's there. We're on Mission Hill, and we have been for. Several months, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, yes, Pat, I'm going to encourage you to get that going again. That sounds great. End the hiatus. Oh, uh, all right. Well, you're, now we got a kid. You're not coming, busy. So we gotta, oh, well, God. Yeah, we that's gotta, <laughs> a good point. Maybe not. Don't, don't get your hopes up. So we got, we got six months to get through uh, like 17 more shows. <laughs> there, there, oh, yeah. There you go. Uh, but yeah, so that that's all my stuff. Nice. Bren, how about you? You have a podcast as well. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at ABTS Brendan. And yeah, the po- other podcast I do is called Are Weeb There Yet? I actually just recorded an episode of it, like right before this one. Uh, Saturday is my podcast day. Um, we watch three episodes of an anime or a movie and uh, recap it and give our opinions on it and see if it's a good, like, starting anime, if this is a good one to, like, get your taste to see if you might be interested in the whole you know, medium of it or if it's just fucking utter garbage and just real fucking bad. <laughs> We've had. Some real stinkers. Um, as of uh, this episode coming out on Monday, uh, we didn't do an episode. The fucking election was stressful, and we all decided, hey, fuck this. We're not doing an episode this week. So we, t- oh, we took a week off. Yeah, fair. <laughs> and so like a few episodes before that and a few episodes after that. We're just watching known good shows and movies. Like, just We're not risking a recommendation from a fan. <laughs> we're not taking those leaps anymore. So we're just going to watch some good stuff. So... The last few. Case closed? Uh, no, that's like 800 episodes, dog. That's way yes, too much. You only need to watch three. <laughs> we don't watch the three. No, but we're just watching like shows we personally like. So we're just like, we're taking it easy. So like, 
the last like f- three episodes and the next three episodes are just gonna be like chill episodes and then like it's christmas and that's always gonna be a clusterfuck so we'll see yeah, see if you can't find any more Santa animes. Oh, my uh, God. And li- God. <laughs> listener, if you like our show, give us a like, follow, subscribe. We're findable at all the places at ABT Silence, including Twitch. That's where I'm streaming a variety of games lately. Yeah, lots of Fall Guys, Rocket League, Hollow Knight, <laughs> and uh, Wild Cards. Every now and then I'm doing some music, too. That's part of our channel points is uh, you can reward your points to have me play guitar, and people are doing that every now and then. So dance, monkey, dance. Fun. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Uh, I, I don't mind doing it. It's fun. Uh, but yeah, check that out. He minds it a little bit. A little bit. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm going to be pissed. Don't make me play guitar more uh, than I want to. Uh, but no, I also have a record label. It's MissedOutRecords.com. Check out what's available there on vinyl and cassette. Uh, just got some records in from overseas. So check out the new inventory. But that's going to do it for this week. Thanks so much for joining us, guys. We'll be back next time. See ya. See ya. Love you.